Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rich and George. Hello there, welcome to the podcast. This is Rich and George's 15 Minutes of Shame and we'd like to thank you for coming along and having a download of us this week. How are you, Rich? Yeah, have a little, have a little dabble with us and for experimenting and pushing the boundaries with us. Um, yeah. Not that we push the boundaries, I just think we kind of push the boundaries of, of humour. Um, I, think, I think taste. We did bring out a song about you having sex with kids. I mean, you know, yeah, I didn't do that. No, no, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, so, for those of you who you know have been listening to all all of our podcasts, I think we're on episode eighty-two now, and you've uh, most of you probably um, not really given us anything back for it. All, <laughs> all we're asking is that you go and buy our song for sixty-nine p. That's all. That's all we ask. If you were to buy our song for sixty-nine p, and we were to hit the fifty-pound mark. Then we'd be able to split the fifty pound three ways. Martin would get his share, and us two, and then um, we'd be able to have like some money each. Right. It would just be nice to, you know, be appreciated to the tune of sixty nine pence. Considering we, we, you know, we've given you eighty two consecutive weeks. We've never missed one. Eighty two consecutive weeks. You don't even need to listen to the fucking song. Just buy it. Yeah, buy it and then delete it, just in case anyone sees it on there, or in case your kids, in case your kids are playing with your iTunes and it comes on. But, but the main thing is, if you were to, I'm not very good at maths, but if you were to break down seventeen pounds divided by eighty-two, that doesn't leave much per episode that we'd have been paid. Yes. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I probably would have got paid more pushing shit around Sainsbury's for an hour. <laughs> uh, so I and pushing I don't, I don't, shit. Hold on, hold on. I don't. What? I haven't had a proper job for ages. Have I? Pushing, pushing shit around Sainsbury's. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what the kids are doing. Is, is that everything's automated now? Isn't it? The, it, the kids. Is just, that because? Is that because they was? They would actually pay you to stop. <laughs> well, in fact, one of, one, of my, one of my first jobs was working at Sainsbury's. Um, and I don't know whether I've said this before, but um, I used to be on the checkout and I was 16 and no one, I, I couldn't serve alcohol. Have I yeah. told this story before? No. Um, yeah, I couldn't serve alcohol because I was 16. So every time someone came up with some beer, and this was on a Friday night I was working. So yeah. whenever someone came up with beer... I, or any alcohol, I would have to I ring a bell. Every person. Yeah, exactly. I'd have to ring a bell, and then two minutes later, two awkward minutes uh, later, some fat, <laughs> some fat old tramp that all she'll ever be is a shit supervisor came wandering over um, to say, "Yes, they look eighteen. Like I couldn't tell myself. So, um, so it got to a stage where I got so bored with having to push the bell, I used to just lift the beer over the scanner and just give it to them for free because I was being efficient. So they used to get free beer. Um, and then people, yeah, and then I got to a stage where I was like, oh, that's quite quick. So then I realised that I could do that with veg. I wouldn't have to weigh the veg and put all the code in. So basically, <laughs> anything, that, anything that you had to be over 18 to buy or that didn't have a, a barcode um, kind of just went through for free. 
That is a supermarket. Yeah, well, you should, I tell you what, they, I, I lasted there for three months, and then on my final shift, they realised what I was up to, but they wanted to get their money's worth, so they, um, they made me push um, shopping trolleys around, and that was actually the best part of the job. <laughs> Joke's on you, Sainsbury's. Joke's on you. Yeah, but no, needless <laughs> to say, this, this is a long list. Uh, this is on a long list of, actually a very short list, uh, three um, of, of menial jobs that I've done because I don't I don't <laughs> cope well with the general public. I worked I worked twelve hour shifts in a wallpaper factory, just me and this other guy, this kind of rough and ready chap. Absolutely awesome. Re- like the time flew by, he was a really nice guy, just properly down to earth, but I didn't have to deal with the general public. Absolutely yeah. fine with that. I lasted half an hour as a waiter. <laughs> you as a waiter? Yeah. But do you remember no. these coats in uh, in yeah. Preston? Yeah. Lasted, I never went there. Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't after that. I <laughs> <laughs> I lasted half an hour because some... Uh, half an hour? Yeah, honestly, I, I went in. I, thought, I might have told this, but anyway. I went in and um, they said, right, OK, well, you'll be waiting tables, so do you want to start taking these out? So I took some soup out and there was a... I was about 20 and there was like a 19-year-old that had obviously saved up all his chav pennies to take, his, about, to take yeah. his chav girlfriend to this restaurant. And um, and so I kind of put the suit down, a little bit spilt on his shirt, and he goes, he goes, oh, what have you done? I said, oh, I'm sorry, sir. Let me let me get a cloth. And he goes, no, 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 I can't believe this. This is this is ridiculous. Do you know how much this shirt costs? And I just said, well, yeah, it's Ben Sherman, probably about twenty quid. And um, and he just goes, right, I want to see the manager. And I was like, oh, fuck off, and just walked off. So that was it. Thirty minutes. I lasted as a waiter. You just walked out. Yeah, I just walked out. I couldn't stay there after that. I'm not being spoken to. <laughs> I'm not being spoken to by, by a cunt. <laughs> so anyway. Now, is that the reason for leaving that you cite on your online CV on richwellband.co.uk? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to lie. My online CV um, nestled in among hardcore pornography links. <laughs> Wasn't my greatest move. <laughs> um, in fact, I had to go online and actually shut that website down because I'd, I had, I'd stumbled across it again. Yeah. Um, and my CV was still on there with my date of birth and or, and my and my full address. So pin codes and yeah, you know, pin, <laughs> pin codes, mother's maiden name, uh, yeah. first pet, you know, the, the usual. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, needless to say, um, I have the last laugh. The last laugh, yeah. Exactly. So um, this episode has been recorded last week, as you listen to it now. So um, Wimbledon, we still don't know what's happened. Andy Murray's still in, um, and the reason it's been done early is because I am off to the Tour de France. And as you listen to this, I'm actually in France. Please don't take this as a green light to come around and rob my house. <laughs> <laughs> because you'll find two Actually, do. Do. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a Rottweiler there waiting to rip yeah. your throat out. There's a, um, there are two, two, two guards from Securicor um, with uh, two Alsatians called Tintin and Pickles. So all I'd say is, um, <laughs> if you try and rob my house, you'll be picking up your teeth with a broken arm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I am, I am actually in France. And... Um, I'm watching the Tour de France. Um, as we record this now, there is a Welshman in the Tour who um, who actually on the first day 
he had a bit of an accident and his pelvis actually broke. There's a fracture, right, in his pelvis and he's got to sit on a bike all day and he's still in the tour. He hasn't gone home. So um, if you're listening to this, Geraint Thomas, well done. And um, we're right behind you and I'll be there with a Welsh flag waving on saying, come on, Geraint. Are you taking um, the flag? I think I will, yeah. Yeah, well, what I would do is... Unless he pulls out before we leave, just because he must be in a hell of a lot of pain. But the thing is, yesterday, or the day before, um, they actually had a race which was only 25k, and the whole team goes around, right? And they take the time of the team, and basically he was allowed to drop off and be the person whose time wasn't counted. He'd been about a minute or two behind everyone else. And they finished 25k in 25 minutes, about 25, 26 minutes. They did 25k so he, in 26 minutes. So he'd have done about 25k in about probably 27 or 28 because he dropped off behind because only the first five people were actually count. So, um, so the following day I thought, right, okay then, he's got a broken pelvis. I've been riding my bike for quite a few weeks now. Now it's time to see if we can relive, of sorts, our podcast where where we did the injured dolphin versus Michael Phelps. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I'm as fit on a bike as I've been in a long time. His fucking bones have snapped. Surely I can get somewhere near what he can do. So I found a route that was 25k and I went out this morning. Because that's presumably their, their route was quite hilly. No, it was quite flat. Oh, was it? So it was a sprint. Yeah. So it's quite flat, and I thought, right, let's see how fast I can do it. And halfway around, I thought, fuck, I can't put this online. I can't tell anyone the story. Having just posted a podcast saying, don't tell everyone about your bike times, because it makes you an absolute shithead. And then here here was me, halfway around, thinking, oh, shit, that's not good. Anyway... As it's linked to what we talked about last week, I think the podcast is a fair enough place to actually men- mention it. The guy with the broken pelvis, he got round in about 27 minutes. It took me one hour and one minute. Really? Yes. Oh, my Lord. Well, I tell you so, what, I was so thinking... So I already thought that he that he was good. Now he is just a god. Because <laughs> well, I, was, I was thinking about this, because I or did, I did really 20k shit. as part of my triathlon. And I yeah. and the biking bit of it, I did in uh, forty minutes. So that was twenty k in forty minutes, but that was really flat. As in, like it was, it was just around a lake. So it there was no hills. It was just incredibly flat, and it was just four laps of a five k kind of circular lake. And that was yeah. forty minutes, and I was I was properly hopping it, and to do it in half the speed in half the time and add an extra 5k that is ridiculous yeah he is nails and rude to be honest yeah he is nails um i remember hearing another story about a guy whose collarbone fractured a few years ago and um the doctor said well there's definitely a fracture in there um how does it actually feel is it you know you know is it bad and he said, oh, no, it's okay, I think I can ride. And the doctor said, well, if it doesn't hurt too much, then you might be all, all right, so that's fine then. And he was lying, he was in agony, 
and this was about a week before the tour, and he went and did the whole tour in agony, just because he'd been practicing for a whole year, and um, he thought, you know, I'm not going to not take part now. That it's is, mental. That is absolutely ridiculous. Why would why would they do? Why would they put themselves through that? I know they practice for ages. And well, stuff. it's their life, isn't it? It's their life. It's their job as well. You know, what what if they're the sort of rider who says, "Oh, I'm not feeling particularly well. I'll just pull pull out." Teams won't want them. Teams yeah, want to know that that you know they actually want to stay involved. I mean, I suppose this is an argument for um, you know if you were to put this in a normal work scenario, um, this is like. When women go on maternity leave, <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to have a baby, and then when I come back, I won't be focused, um, and I will try and work kind of three, two and a half days a week um, between the hours of ten and three, um, and uh, and I want these on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, which are the easiest days and the easiest time. Um, and still take a full hour for lunch, and then also the whole time just think about your kid and don't actually do your job. So it's similar <laughs> similar to that. Is in no teams would want them, and yet well, and yet legally we have to. Do you know what though? I think that the Tour de France teams are actually facing a bit of a you know of a minefield really, as far as that's concerned, because I've never heard of any of them employing a woman who's just come back from having had a kid. No. And, and, and would they would they legally be allowed to only do half the Tour de France and even then only the easy bits? <laughs> because that's essentially what we're having to go through in a corporate world. They don't have to they don't have to do any of the hills. So really, maternity leave is essentially just all the downhill stuff. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, they've had to have a kid in the first place, which is. You know, I presume really tough. I don't know whether it's quite as bad as doing 67 kilometres with a broken pelvis. Um, I'm sure it would, you know, it might last as long, but then he has to do it the next day. Uh, well, he's, he's, he's actually riding about 200 a day. It was just in that one... I do apologise. It was just in that one day he, he, he got to do, you know, like a short spurt, really. But... um. Yeah, I think today's stage is about 190k, which is a long way, really, if you're in pain. That's yeah, that's and and to actually then finish and then go, oh, I've got it all to look forward to tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, hats off to them. I got absolutely nothing but respect. But I, to be honest, most international sportsmen, I've got nothing but respect for. Footballers, even footballers, they they are fit people. Unless it's a sport that you can do in your work shoes. As, as we agreed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I've got no well, respect for you. But I tell you well, what, George, I yeah. have, um, when you were talking about the Welsh flag, I reckon what you should do is, you, do you remember when we went to the fancy dress party um, in um, Oxford? Actually, it wasn't a fancy dress party. It was just a real ale festival and we turned up as Miss <laughs> World. Um, yes. So you, you were... <laughs> <laughs> there was Miss Germany, there was Miss Afghanistan, um, our friend with a burqa and an AK-47 but wearing a bikini. Um, I was Miss <laughs> Teen USA wearing a ridiculously short pair of hot pants um, and a bikini. Uh, we had Miss M- Moldova. <laughs> no, no, we had Miss... Um, 
Miss Argentina. Um, yeah. We had geishas. We had um, we had a lot of sexy people. I I was Miss Thailand because I hadn't shaved. Yes, you were, and you had a penis. Um, now had I think yeah, okay, what you yeah. should, well you you well you, since you vasectomy you've had that taken off haven't you? Um, so just one slip of a scalpel, yeah. Yeah. So I reckon what you should do is. Do you remember what Dale did? Dale, all Dale did was just wear a German flag around <laughs> around his top. You should do that with a Welsh flag and be bollock naked. <laughs> and I guarantee you will get on TV. ITV4 would be all over that. Oh, God. They would interview you. You'd be, you'd be able to put on your best Welsh accent. Um, you'd even probably be able to speak in Welsh um, uh, just to prove how Welsh you are. Yeah. Yeah, so so I think I think unless you're on national television, draped naked in a Welsh flag, you haven't succeeded this holiday. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I shall so take I that. Strap one on a manor. <laughs> strap one on a manor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a term. That, yeah. That that's great. Um, also, before we go, I sent an email. To one of my podcasting is heroes the right word? Someone whose podcasts that I always listen to, he's got lots of them out there. Richard Herring. Oh, legend. I sent him an email this week. Um, because he's been talking about if you were to go back in time and if you were to do anything that could affect what what had happened in the past, then everything would, would have changed and you wouldn't exist anymore. You know, no matter how small that thing was, blah blah blah. And I and I sent him one. I sent him an email saying, what if you went back in time and fucked a monkey, but it turned out that it was your DNA that, in fucking the monkey, had led to us actually existing? And, uh, and he came back with, um, with a very good sort of argument. But um, I did say that, you know, maybe if you'd gone back and fucked the monkey, obviously then it might be asked, well, where did your original DNA come from? And I thought, well, like a feedback loop, um, it starts in one place, but then obviously the high-pitched noise from the feedback loop wasn't in the original noise. So maybe we're just the, we're just you know, the latest version of what happens if I go back in time and I fuck a monkey. And I think just you know the way that I put it, he thought, yeah, he sounds nuts enough. So he actually came came back and answered. What did which, he say? Well. He came back and um, explained what he thought about it. And, well, I'd misheard what he said on his podcast. And actually, what he argues is something that sort of agrees with me. So um, I then went back and said, right then, Richard, it seems that now I just need to be able to find a way to go back in time. I need to practice making love to monkeys. So um, I'm going to go away and start on those, those now. Brilliant. Um, well, I, so, so presumably your, your, your pass to Twycross Zoo has been kind of taken back yeah 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 so um so um so another reason for me not being around next week is i've got to go and either find a way of going back in time or having sex with a chimp um whichever one is easier to arrange that's what i'll be doing next week yeah well i i would go for the sex with a chimp um, I think that's probably your best bet. So, 
if there's anything I... Martin, cut there. <laughs> Have you done that on purpose? No, I haven't. That's that. That oh. was just... A, that's what they call a happy accident. Bollocks. Um, <laughs> if you... <laughs> this is... This is terrible. The thing is, Martin's so good at editing. He could take anything and make me sound horrendous. Like, I could say... Actually, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Don't go down that <laughs> that's road. That's going down a dark, dark alley. Um, yeah. Well, um, good luck. Good luck shagging a monkey. Um, and good luck um, being pornographic at the Tour, tour de France. Um, yeah. Why are you going to the Tour de France when the Tour de France is coming here? Next year. Oh, I thought it was this year. No, no, no. It's ne- next year. It's going to start in it's going Leeds. to Leeds. Yeah. Um, so aren't they going around Malta this year or something like that? They started off in Corsica. Oh, that's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 so there you go. So, um, yeah, um, Tour de France mangas. I know, I'm incredibly jealous actually, because you did get me into the Tour de France last year and it was Wigo. ace. Yeah. Good old Wigo. I did actually, I, I, I did used to just watch it at work. Really? Yeah. My um, yeah. my back used to face a wall and no one could see through it. So I used to just sit there while my team was working, just watching the Tour de France. Just <laughs> the whole day. Pretend, yeah. like, sometimes I'd just say, um, right, I'm on a conference call. And I'd literally just pick the phone up and then just, like, it, it wouldn't be a conference call. It would just be a way of, uh, I'd like kind of disconnect bits. So people would think I was just on mute listening in to the conference call but I just wasn't on anything I just spent an hour watching the um, watching the Tour de France and would you say things like mm, yeah 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 I I agree with him on that one yeah absolutely that's a good point yeah yeah I think what what, what we need is freedom within a framework <laughs> that's my line I know I've taken it off you oh, it's such a brilliant line <laughs> anyway right folks Right, peace out, you big guys. We'll speak to you next week. Um, that's that's it for now. We'll think of some more. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Rich and George, less chat and more new music.